Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Last Page Bookcast. We are your hosts, Carol, Kyle, aka Rando, George, and Jenny. And today we are going to discuss Twisted by Lori House Anderson, and we're going to review the book. Now we're going to rate it, and we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And go. All right. <laughs> well, I vote George. Give it hell. Uh, this was uh, Oh, yeah. This your, was your, your pick. Uh, your recommendation, so... We- so. Lee, mm-hmm. wherever you want to start. No, 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 no. I'm more curious to hear what you think because this is my recommendation. I already like it. The audience can already imply that I like it because I recommended it. I'm curious what y'all thought. Well, it's definitely a YA novel. Say that, and a YA young adult. I agree. If there was a YA novel, this is a YA novel. Not, and I'm not ripping at it like that. I, I don't mean it. I'm not well, what I was to, oh, no, no, that's, that's fine. Be critical of it. Say, what I was going to say was that if there ever was a book where um, the phrase, the road to hell was paved with good intentions, it would be this one. Very good. Yeah. I like that. For real. I, I feel for this kid so much. <laughs> I was, I, I felt felt like I could literally see this movie playing in my brain. Um, how how much anger and 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 awkwardness and his lust for this Bethany girl who I just wanted to bitch slap the hell out of it <laughs> out of her from the book because what a little bitch. But um, I I really felt for this kid and I'm like he so sweet so nice when he didn't even want to be and he's like yeah but I have to be because this is who I am. And, and, you know, and, and him being so hurt, it, it was just very moving. I, I quite enjoyed it. Well, he's a, he's a nice guy, and we all know mm-hmm. where they where they finish. And how? Like, expand. Oh, they, finish, they finish last. Uh, yeah, well, apparently he made the right choice, or the wise choice. The wise choice. The wise choice. What did you think, Jenny? I enjoy young adult novels uh, because I have lots of young adults in my home. So I enjoy reading about the problems that they encounter because my kids don't share those things with me often. Their friends do. Even us, we're different generations, and, and, and it's different for us, even if some of the problems are still kind of the same, like the bullying um, and, you know, struggling with with classes and stuff like that. They're different in nature and how they how they come up for, for us in, in our generations. It was well, interesting to read how that, how that came to be for him as well. I really enjoyed the book. Um, I read it and I kind of felt like I was in trouble because I was, I, I got it done. I did do the audio book, George recommended not, but I did and I Same. enjoyed it. Um, and I could see the movie playing out. I could picture him and I could picture some of the characters. Um, so I thought it was well-written in that aspect that I, I really did get the gist of it kind of in my own head. And, um, but I was really, it kind of disappointed me a little bit because 
I didn't like the way that the family was handled between the conflicts with him and his mother and his father. Um, I kind of felt like it was an unfair vantage because we were seeing just the one side. Um, but I did. I, I guess that's the whole point, though, because as a the, as a teenager, you're you're quite self-centered, also, um, and your you know your 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 angst and 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 the, your struggles. Like you don't always see other people's sides, and you only you only see how it affects you. You only become more empathetic as you grow older, and you know the world doesn't revolve revolve around you. Well, and I get that, so, but I guess they're just there was yeah. no clear he wanted things to be so different between him and his father and between his his mother and his father's relationship and he wanted so many things within his family but you never saw him actually do anything proactive like sitting down and talking with them about it just in his own head you got the gist of what he thought and where he stood and how things should be but there was never any problem solving the problem solving more was with him and his classmates i guess and with yeah but he was also there. never listened to he he wasn't listened to even when he tried to explain and i think that's why he exploded and he had this suicidal ideation too like, like and he almost he very closely came to, to fulfilling that. Obviously, that's not the point of the book. But um, it, he he wasn't listened. Like, he tried to explain. He literally said, I didn't do this. And nobody listened to him. They, they wouldn't believe him. Even when he was caught um, for doing the quote-unquote foul, foul deed, which he did. He spray-painted his school. But he never denied it he never said you know i'm a i'm a good kid i don't do this he was literally just a quiet kid and that just carried on through his personality and he never voiced anything other than say i didn't this is what actually happened and nobody listened anyway like he was still accused and that of what was happening that could be my problem as a mom reading it like ah I think that's ah she says because I see all these things as we can all tell I am not a mother <laughs> well because we go I mean I've been through things with my own children um, and we had a suicide in our family not that long ago and very sorry to hear that well thank you um, but there were so many things that as I don't know if it, I don't want to say it's just kind of a mom thing or a parent thing to think about, but you think as you go through different stages of teenage years with kids, you're just like, why didn't you say anything? Like, why didn't you do this? And why didn't you do that? And we've always been here and we, we try. So I think maybe, I don't want to say that I'm offended, because I'm not, that's not the right term, but I feel like so many more things could be accomplished if everybody would just talk about things. So maybe, 
maybe I was triggered. Maybe. Um, well, yeah. I mean, with with your experience, obviously that could that could be what comes to the forefront. But also the way he handled it, because he was angry, angry at his parents, angry at his classmates, angry at the world, angry at himself. He came, you know, he he let that out and was actually able finally to find a way to come across without going as far as leaving a note and and going to the extreme right. as to going ahead with it which worked and uh, I think it worked I think that the author hinted like you know it was going to be a work in progress this yeah. wasn't going to be solved with just one outburst um, and this was going to take time for their family to heal, his father to make changes because, you know, ch people don't change overnight. Um, but at least, you know, he talked. I, I, I saw more emotion from that man um, towards his family in the last 10 pages of the book than I did, you know, in the first 73 chapters. Well, I enjoyed it. That was my favorite. I did too. Really, yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed it. All right, George. Come on, man. Well, before he starts up. Um, Yo. Yo, what's going on? <laughs> All right. Rando. Rando, Rando has his take on it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to give my take on it so much as my thought on it. Um, I agree with Jen, Jenny a little bit on, on why, I didn't, why didn't anyone speak. Why didn't he speak up with his parents? And um, this goes back to something that I kind of learned as a kid, I guess, but I really applied it as an adult, as you know, as I became a father. Um, sometimes it gets really hard for a child to talk to their parents, or or anyone for that matter. And I have—I don't know that I'm necessarily the discoverer of it, but I'm gonna—I'm gonna claim it. Um, people don't tend to talk, especially when it's a, a, an adult figure to a child figure. They don't talk face to face very, or they don't talk eye to eye very well. You know, people talk about going and getting in a car because they have an easier time discussing things than because you've got things to distract you. Um, one of the ones that I found, me being a, a, a little bit of a gaming nerd, uh, tabletop games. Um, you play Scrabble or play Monopoly, whatever game you play. Like my my boys and I played Magic the Gathering, which is a card game. Um, you can get kids to open up about all kinds of things if you're doing something like that. It doesn't work with a video game because it's like watching a movie. You're invested into what's going on on the screen. A card game or board game, you can sit and just talk. It's natural. You have to talk to do the game and you insert questions into it and you know you can eventually get them to open up uh i mean not that this is going to help the book any but just kind of my two cents on it i guess i like that we can clearly see who are the parents and who are not in this in this episode. Because we, like, well, I, just, I put myself, I put myself in, in Tyler's shoes. 
kind of like I see I see where he's coming from but you're saying like kids just talk to your parents they're right there just tell them what's going well, on like, they'll help you just like Jenny I don't I didn't have a family member that's um, committed suicide but I've got friends of family and things like that that have had kids doing it and it, you know what it's it awful. does to the parents it just destroys of them and it's it's so you're um, always Mando, looking for anything to anything that would maybe mitigate that a little bit and i i'm not the i'm not the tone police but it is called died by died by suicide just so you know do, excuse me oh died by, died by suicide okay. not committed well, suicide yeah. all right i'm the too old for new terminology i know but if you make a little effort everybody will be fine Oh, well, it wasn't that, well, okay, yeah. I know you didn't mean anything by it, I'm just saying. Just helping well, out, I, friend. I'm no, not no, criticizing it's, you. No, it, uh, it's, I don't mind being criticized, I'm saying it's, it's not something that I said with any kind of like rancor I, I've got absolutely an uncle. not no 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 and I know and I know you didn't take it that way that isn't no, what I no. mean what I was about to absolutely I was going to expound by like me being older I've got an uncle and he's retarded to me it's not an offensive word right but I know people go up in arms and oh, we don't say that well I don't know man that's what we called him I love the guy you didn't mean it derogatorily no, no. Well, I think all of that stuff is, you say it with hate in your heart, well, now you're an asshole, you know? Right. If you're saying it to descri describe or you know, or that's the word that to you To insult. Right. To, if you're saying it what, to insult, yeah. Right. Well, I mean, that's how it was described to me as a kid growing up as a young man. My uncle was retarded. I'm not well, that's running around, you know. Yeah, we used to tell people so, to be gay. We didn't mean don't be homosexual. We just, it right, was another right, form same of thing. stupid and not saying that gay is stupid by any means. It was just no, how we were No, I had nothing to know. They were mutually exclusive. I, I know. No, I know. I was just letting you know in case so, you didn't know. So Rando and Jenny are totally offensive. It's the era we were raised in. <laughs> right. <laughs> negative bias. Right. We just don't know how to talk, for real. We don't know how to talk. We don't know no better. <laughs> okay, George. Jorge. Uh, wait. Well, now... Now... Now I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I derailed the conversation. If you if you think you can get right to what you were saying when I said it, he like fell asleep. He's like, I'm not listening to these people anymore. We can't hear you, bro. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm not gonna lie. I felt that was like completely arbitrary, but like that's that's this. I mean, like, overall, the book, like, I enjoyed it just as much as I enjoyed it when I read it as a teen. Um, I felt like, like, literally, it was that well written. I was surprised that a woman wrote it. Not saying that women can't write male characters, but the fact that she wrote a teenage male character so accurately, I think. Right. That was from his point of view. Yeah, I agree, too. From his point of view. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly, and I think and like and, like and like have it because it feels like a slice of life type of book, and I love those type of mediums where it kind of like you just peer into somebody's life and you see the dramas that you know, unfold you know with a person whereas like you know it's like let's say Tyler existed and you just saw him as some kid you know and then you don't realize that kid has a lot of stuff going on because we all have a lot of stuff going on you know our lives are a bit more complex you know than we give it credit for and <clears throat> with this like you know I like how realistic some of the characters feel and they feel like they feel realistic but they feel like caricatures or exaggerations because it's you know it's like you know it, it, it's, a, it's a teenage YA novel it's I mean I think the fact that it's told in first person is indicative of the fact that you know it's always self-centered around you know the teen and their life and what's going on and these characters like Yoda for example having that nickname and feeling like you know being an exaggeration because it's like you know you know there's more to this character than what tyler says but this is how tyler views his friend you know this is how tyler views bethany you know she's this essential goddess you know for like you know the first you know chunk of the book and you know his father is this you know just very impatient man who you know who's hard to talk to and you know doesn't really care and stuff like that and you you realize that this you know yeah, exactly. It's like, you know, it's like you, you realize this isn't true, you know, about a lot of these characters. A lot of these characters are more nuanced than they're given credit for. Um, but, you know, you don't know that when, you know, you're in real life. We, 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 we sum down people to just, you know, how we interact with them. Like, you know, for example, she who shall not be named prior to this podcast being formed. You know, it's like we joke about her and stuff like that. And like our perception is for the most part probably negative but there's more to her than just her interaction with us you know to some other people she may be a saint you know and it's just like so it's i think that's the really cool thing about this is that it doesn't really shy away from like you know uh an unreliable narrator or a biased narrator um and it kind of embraces it, you know, in a sense. And it, it, again, like in the way it's written, too, is this: it has a lot of brevity to a lot of chapters. Like some chapters, quote unquote, be would be like a sentence or like two paragraphs or what have you, and then it will go on to the next thing. It'd be like Tyler would be like, "I worked out, I ate, went to school, thought about this," and that's just how it is as a teen. Like it's just like a grind. <laughs> it's just like you don't really. Sometimes, like it's especially like when nothing really of interest happens you know it's just like you go to school you know you slug it out for the day you go home play videos go go to sleep that was your day that was the crux of your day there was nothing interesting about it but that's the teenage experience you know and with uh and like you know to you know you know kyle's and jenny's point i understand you know the argument that you know maybe he should just sat down with his parents and stuff like that and i get it you know it's just like there's a lot of things where it's just like you know you i've worked with teens and it's just like you know it's just like why don't you just tell your parents that but then if there's a lot of things i think back when i was younger why didn't i just tell you know my parents you know why didn't i just tell the adults about x y and z and it's because you know it's just like you know uh you know will smith's classic you know plays you know parents just don't understand you know it's just like you, you, you just feel that way you feel like um like kyle said they're not eye-to-eye conversations they're they're you know 
adult child conversation and it's very frustrating because you're at that age where you're told constantly to grow up and that life is serious and that you need to get your shit together and that life isn't going to be easy on you but at the same time you're told to stay in a child's price and like you know you need to listen and obey and like you know you're too old you're too young to be doing x y and z so it's like this you know it feels like an oxymoron in a sense from what you're being told by adults because i had that constantly not only just like you know my parents but like my uh, loved ones and like you know but also with my teachers and like staff members it was just like constantly you know that that push and tug that that, that, that pull and tug between those two worlds of being in your adolescence in remaining there and then going into adulthood yeah. and i felt like this yeah and i felt yeah, like this I, book really accurately portrayed that and even though i do think that it was i don't think it was a message saying that you should go around destroying property to let your dad know that you're pissed off and you're suicidal i think that's how teens act you know that's how they that's just how they are they have an outburst moment where if you're you know a male it usually results in you destroying something or getting into a fight or if you're a female it ends up with you either like self-harming or you know actually attempting something and it's, it's it's so it's just like i felt like that was highly accurate of like the teenage experience because yes if he had sat down and talked to his parents about it and they said you know yeah we, we work it out son that's how it is i would have rolled my eyes you know <laughs> it's just because like, i'm like you know this isn't how this shit goes you know it's like so when it ended that way it's like you have the outburst and then you have the fallout from that and then that's when everybody says okay you obviously want to talk about something this was a cry for help you know and i felt like you know that that's that was anderson's like you know and like and like again i love the book and this isn't even anderson's best book in my opinion that's how talented of a writer she is and uh yeah i i thoroughly enjoyed it i'm glad you guys enjoyed it and i hope that the you know audience enjoyed it because i feel like um you don't really in my opinion you don't get really too many YA novels like this that appeal to that type of like you know uh realness i mean everything for for a minute it was just a actually bunch of normal like, uh, vampire an actual trend, normal story right right uh dystopian right. <laughs> exactly yeah and i felt like this was you know a breath of fresh air from that you know those trends so you know again i'm glad you guys enjoyed it though well i i think what made it really good um she never stepped out of his viewpoint which i thought was great so many authors want to hedge because just like jenny and i said you know why wouldn't he talk well that's an adult solution and she never went to an adult solution she stayed in Tyler's mode, and, and like you said, you know, he looked at these people and, you know, you're an a-hole and you're this and you're that, and, and that is what you do. You label them, especially as a child, because you don't have the the I don't, the breadth, the depth of knowledge and what you'd gain through experience to look at somebody and say, oh, I only see the surface. You know, there's a, there's a thousand things else that's going on with this person i can't judge him by this one action but him at 18 of course he can't you know 
My dad's never home. He's a dick. My mom's an alcoholic. I can't talk to them because, you know, they just don't get what I'm going through. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was great that she stayed in that lane, never came out of it, never came out of Tyler's view either. I'm not getting other viewpoints or any of that. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. And I thought it, I immediately thought it would make a really good movie and not a after school special, but like a movie movie. I think it'd be good. It might wake some people up. I had a uh, I had a moment of thinking yeah, um, the this was uh, kind of like the prequel to Thirteen Thirteen Reasons Why, which I haven't seen, but I know what the premise of um, that Netflix series is. Um, so when he said, you know, kind of like when he was thinking about ways of how to how to commit suicide or how to die by suicide, um, that, you know, like that'll show them, like, nobody's gonna miss me. You just, you know, you're, you're, you're complete waste of air. Nobody's gonna miss you. Go ahead and do it, but how? And then he started kind of like thinking of how to do it in the le least painful way and, and in the way it would be the least inconvenience. And I'm like, this kid, I mean, Wow, it's just like, at least he, he had some empathy. I mean, that showed throughout the book that he had some, that, that the character was developed enough um, to have empathy. He wasn't just living in himself. And I, I, that broke my heart a little bit, but gave me hope at the same time. Like, okay, this, you know, there's some growth potential out of this situation. So I, it really kept me going to the book because I wanted to know how he was going to get out of it. I'll throw I stunned you all yeah, to silence. We got, we got, oh, what would, uh, we got a lot of dead read? air right there. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree. I'm I, sorry. <laughs> yep, go in there, bud. I think George. I think you're a little uh, lagging a little bit like, behind uh, on on the audio. Is that what it is? Maybe. Okay. Can you guys hear me now? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we can hear you. It's just it takes a second to catch up to you, I think. That's gone. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and give my rating, and then I'm going to just go ahead and just uh, end my talking for the rest of the episode. Um, I, I forgot how we did ratings. I don't know if it was a numerical or, like, you know, an A+, plus, but, like, I guess... <laughs> we're doing it like it's in like school. Uh, yeah. 4.5 out of... Okay, in school, okay. I give it a A minus, in my opinion, because um, it was very strong when I read it. Um, very top tier with YA novels, in my opinion. Again, when you're reading it, you're going to be reading a YA novel. Don't expect to be reading something like, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird or something like that. You're going to be reading uh, something from the perspective of a you know of a, of a of a minor you know and it's, it's good because it still deals with a lot of adult themes and a lot of like serious themes but it's going to always be through that that immature perspective of a minor so i give it like an a minus i think i think what really makes me, me like this book so much is that it can get teens reading um because i was not a heavy reader when i was uh in high in, in high school and this is one of the few books that 
really spoke out to me and actually made me read it cover to cover. That's awesome. Jenny, what is your rating? Grading. I am going with a solid A, sticking at a 97%. Oh, hey! Uh, 97 <laughs> is an A? Yes, sir. Yeah. That was more like a plus. Wow, you got yeah. All right. Sounds like you're 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 in the B's. What's going on? No, I, I. What about Jigha? I would say a high B. Uh, yeah, I I don't have any major critiques. I mean, it was a good book. Maybe I just don't have enough. YA experience. Maybe that's why I'm hedging it a little bit. I don't know. <laughs> it's valid. I mean, it's, it's valid. valid it, I, I'm going to offend everyone. Okay. <laughs> if only I had more YA experience. No, let's not. Let's not. No. That's not a thing. I'm done. Right, that's not We're going to get canceled. We're going to get canceled. Right. Okay. Yeah, there's my concern. <laughs> All right. Well, I didn't know Lori oh, God, no. existed um, before this, but I'm interested in reading her other books. And if George says that this isn't even her best book, I am curious to, to actually read what that is. Um, yeah, for me, I had read that as well. Best... That, mm -hmm. I had read that as well, that this isn't her best book. This isn't her best work. Um, yeah. Numerous yeah. people were saying that she's just a phenomenal which I mean, this was a really damn good book don't get me wrong but people say oh, she's yeah. just a phenomenal writer well, well so um, my greeting a for, number of times yeah. my greeting for this book is uh, B plus uh, verging on A, a minus because I wanted I wanted more I really wanted more I wanted not the book to end there I actually wanted to oh uh I know I wanted an epilogue I wanted kind of like a what happens to him now like what what you know I wanted a, to see like a little bit ahead into the future like what happens we should do that we um, should do some we, we all, fiction we all some don't, of these books you know we don't all um, um, get that in life or you know whatever I mean we get to live it but um, I, I really wanted it felt kind of like the beginning of a resolution but it's but it stops short, and I, I like I like reading that kind of, I mean, you all know, I like reading that kind of stuff, at least something um, that that hints that, you know, it, maybe not everything's gonna be okay, but they're moving in the right direction. So you want there to be a happy ending with everything? Well, maybe a little bit. Okay. Yeah, you say that's kind of funny. We, we should do a, every once in a while, uh, maybe have an episode of the book that we read. We do a little kind of fanish fiction. Like where, what happens to the character after the yeah. book or outside of the book. That'd be kind of a fun conversation. Just what we, the four of us would come up with. Well, and then you, you know, all you faithful listeners out there, it what would you would come offensive. up with. Our, well, our, our five listeners it might be offensive, but all, all well, of our yeah. five listeners. <laughs> yeah, but that'd be fun. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I think that would be a fun conversation. I'm down. Yeah. And then we'll email off and see what they think of whatever BS we come up with. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that about wraps this episode. Um, if you yeah. guys all agree. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. If you didn't, we don't want to hear about it. No. If you didn't, <laughs> okay. please email us at the last page bookcast at gmail.com. Um, we'll put let your us know what you thought about all this the episode. dead air spaces um, have we have in, you... in this episode. That's right. Yeah, there we'll, um, <laughs> uh, Let us know any other other books you'd like us to review. And don't forget to follow us on all of the social media accounts that we have. Um, we're in, on Instagram at the Last Page Bookcast. We are on Twitter at the LP Bookcast. And we are on Facebook at the Last Page Bookcast. Thank you, everybody. 